Welcome everybody, this is the JampCon Podcast, and it's your host Devin, appreciate you guys tuning in, uh, stay tuned, again we're going to have a really, really quick commercial break, and we will be right back, so don't move a muscle. Superman vs. Goku, Deadpool vs. Alucard, and many more matches await you at this year's epic JampCon vs. The Japanese anime manga Paradise Convention, held in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the Chattanooga Hotel, April 21st to the 23rd, 2017. Along with panel discussions on other anime versus manga matchups, you get to show off your talents with cosplay contests and gaming tournaments to fight against your rivals. Speaking of rivals, be there for the matchup of the millennium, Yugi Moto vs. Seto Kaiba dueling live in person. Dan Green and Eric Stewart will be here in Tennessee to truly show who the best is, who will win the match, the president of Kaiba Corp or the king of games. This will be a convention you don't want to miss. JampCon Versus, April 21st to 23rd, 2017. Ticket information and more is available at JampCon.com. Pre-registration for a three-day badge is $30 for children 9 and under free with an adult. Sponsored by Andromeda, Supper House Marketing, and Crunchyroll. Come out and join us. You won't want to miss this. It's time to do, 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 do. All right, welcome back, welcome back. So that, um, that commercial that you just heard was from a, uh, a guest from JamCon this past year, Anna Donovan. And uh, we've, we're going to have her on the show. We did a interview with her and um, she's doing great work, doing great work. So uh, later on in the show, uh, we're going to play the interview that we had with her. And we'll uh, uh, just before then, we'll uh, get her bio and everything read out. Um, again, she's doing some great work and uh, we appreciate her helping us out in our first year. And um, yeah, so we're going to get that going here in just a little bit. So I want to first uh, send a shout out to all of the mothers out there. We are, um, uh, you know, Mother's Day is tomorrow. And so happy Mother's Day, not only to my mother, uh, Sandra Brown, but also to uh, Joyce Garth and all the other mothers out there. Um, so I hope you guys uh, have some, some good plans uh, this weekend, man, spend time with the family and um, enjoy yourselves. So we're going to jump right in it. I, um, from last, I believe last episode, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but so, you know, I finished the Naruto series or most of it, you know, I fought my way through most of it and I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't that impressed. I mean, you know, there was, uh, there were some highlights, you know, with Naruto and, um, Sasuke. There were some highlights there, some big fights that they had, some big battles. You also had some, uh, you know, just, just, you know, you would have a lot of filler episodes and then it would finally lead to some battles. And, you know, again, Naruto being a kid, he kind of is obnoxious in some of these other situations. And you have some of the other kids like Gara and, um, I can't think of the other guy's name or two. Uh, I forget the other guy's name. He's the guy that has the, the, the eyes where he can see your chakra. Um, and he has the, that palms attack. But nevertheless, uh, you know, he's serious uh, as well as a couple of others. So, you know, the series was decent. Um, and I had been hearing a lot about Naruto and how, you know, it, obviously it's it's an old school. Um, it's uh, old school anime. It's been around forever. And uh, you have your diehards. But I, I had um, didn't realize um, that Naruto Shippuden was uh, the next one and i i saw uh, some i think the one of the movies um that they came out with and i didn't well i didn't really see the whole movie um but i thought that's what again i'm i'm new to i was new to naruto so i, I wasn't um, aware that naruto shippuden was a um another full-fledged uh series 366 episodes if i'm not mistaken so kind of puts me in the mindset of you know dragon ball you know, the kids and you have that whole saga and then of sagas and then you have Dragon Ball Z. And so Naruto Shippuden is the one that people have been raving and talking about apparently. And um but I, I have to say, I mean I'm twelve episodes in and uh I have to say that I'm glad that I fought my way through uh Naruto, you know, when they were kids. 
I mean, it seems like Naruto was a lot of character development, basically, uh, you know, hundreds of episodes of character development with some, 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 a lot of background and, and then, you know, some fight scenes, some big fights. Uh, but man, when I hit that um, Naruto shipping, and I mean, episode one, they got right in it. They didn't play no games. They wasn't asking no questions, wasn't no intros. I mean, matter of fact, the first, first 10, 12 episodes, they had no intros. They come right in with you, you know, um, knowing who they are even faster than what Dragon Ball Z episode one did even faster. Um, I really not only faster, but better, in my opinion. Um, I mean, you the, the, the episode and for those you guys have watched it, I'm just going to, you know, get them to go over it. But episode one, I mean, they're running episode one, they're chasing. So they're already in action, like the minute the episode starts. And then, boom, who do they run into? Um, you know, Sasuke. So I'm like, you know, they, again, I didn't finish Naruto. I, I, I was at the parts where, again, they were, and I probably was far off. I mean, when I say now, I don't even think I got near the end. But I know that they had, you know, Sasuke had left. And they had been, you know, trying to find them and, and, and chasing them down and all that old stuff. So right off the bat, he runs into Sasuke, and, and Sasuke ain't playing no games either. And then you, you move from there as you get into the other episodes. Then you start to see, you know, a lot, of, a lot of them hadn't seen each other in so long. So, of course, they're teenagers now. And you run into Gara. Gara's on another level, and boom, you run. I mean, you run into, now you got a fight where they're looking for Gara. Got this guy who's a beast, <clears throat> you know, who's able to capture Gara. Um, you see uh, uh, Naruto Sensei. He comes in. He's putting in work, and then you run right into Sasuke's brother and that other dude um, who were a beast. You know when I saw them battle in Naruto, and I mean, I mean, I'm just back to back. You have these battles back to back to back. You don't have a whole lot of uh, kidding around whole episodes. And I'm sure those episodes are coming, but these first 10, 12, it ain't. They're not playing any games. So I'm. Thoroughly enjoying uh, Naruto Shippuden so far, um, and um, uh, you know after watching uh, Bleach and finishing Bleach, which was amazing, I'm um, I'm looking forward to uh, Shippuden to see really where they go. But apparently, this is this is the the series that people have uh, been hooked on, and all of the uh, the followers have been hitting. And I definitely understand. But I'm glad I, I fought my way through Naruto. Um, it really set the tone. It really you know. It, it set the tone so you know you hit episode one and you really don't there's no questions you know you don't you're not wondering what's going on and who's this person who's that person i mean you really i mean the way they set it up you really kind of have to watch either a movie or you you really gotta watch um a naruto i mean you really gotta see some of it at least enough to know who the characters are um you really got to because otherwise you don't know who you know you don't know what the significance is of anything that's happened so um uh, so that's good so you guys again if you guys haven't seen it it's been a while since you've seen it man go back it's it's a beast it's a beast so far um next we're going to um the um i want to do the anime review of the week i finally finished berserk uh the berserk season two I call it season two, but you know it's, it's the, the next iteration of Berserk, uh, immediately following uh, the original Berserk. And the original Berserk, if you guys haven't seen it, you gotta go back and see it. Now, I'm not talking about watching those little three movies. I mean, go back and see the original, 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 original. Um, that thing was a beast. Uh, I, I'm not gonna go over it today, but it's a uh, it's a must see. It's a must see. And so, you know, Berserk, uh, it's been, you know, over a decade, I think, or at least a decade since, you know, uh, and, and then they decided to, you know, uh, continue the story. And I have to say, and I forget, I think it's maybe 12 episodes. Yeah, I think it's around 12 episodes, uh, give or take. Wasn't impressed at all. Um, disappointed, actually. Uh, there's going to be some spoilers in this, by the way, so FYI, but... Uh, you know, you start off and, you know, it's the the art is a lot better. The animation's a lot better. Matter of fact, if you guys haven't seen uh, the Netflix original, Agen, I talked about it on some earlier episodes. The animation is 
pretty much whoever did the animation for Jen, they definitely uh, had a hand, if not a direct hand, in um, uh, in making Berserk the second uh, second season of Berserk. They uh, they because it's the same, <laughs> um, and it's good. The story was disappointing. I mean, essentially, you know, Casca's still alive, and she's all messed up. <laughs> I mean, she is all messed up. She can't really talk. She's almost like she's a child. She's wandering around. They have to kind of keep an eye on her and make sure she doesn't wander off. And she's just, her mind is just gone. Uh, which, you know, if you saw the end of Berserk, uh, you know, it's not uh, a stretch of the imagination that she's lost it. But, um, so he's keeping up with her. And he's got some friends keeping up with her or whatever. But basically she, you know, he's fighting. He's traveling, you know, the first couple episodes. He's basically just fighting. You know, he's got the, that, the mark or the seal. And so when nighttime hits, all these demons and things be trying to get at him. And so you have a couple of serious little battles. There's this one scene where he's uh, getting help from this old man and his daughter. And he's, you know, he's telling them, man, you know, I got to get up out of here. Before, you know, I think he's like, I'm like, I got to get up out of here. I got to get away from you guys. It's dark because, you know, people who get around me died. So they're like, no, no, you know, there's some religious folk. They're like, no, 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 we're good. We're good. We got faith. We're going to do this, 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 and that. Well, man, the dark hit. And he goes out to protect them um, as all these ghouls and things, you know, are you know, trying to get at him and he's trying to protect them. And next thing you know, he turns around and the girl, she's holding her grandfather's head in her hand. So she's been possessed and then cut his head off. I mean, nuts. And then, uh, and then of course, he ends up having to kill her. So it was it was pretty crazy. That was the first couple of episodes. But as it went on, it just got real repetitive. Like, you know, so so Casca leaves, you know, she wanders off. Um, and there's there's uh you know, with the religious undertone, they have, you know, there's this prophecy of something about the, the swordsman and his return and things of that nature. And but basically he's fighting these uh you know, he's fighting these beings, uh, similar to the one he fought in episode one of the old preserve. And um, it's basically fighting these beings and he's chasing Casca. And then you get all the way. I mean, you know, if you watch the old Berserk, what you're <clears throat> what you're looking for is that 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 first meetup. You're looking for the first meetup, you know, where he can get his hands on Griffith. You're looking for it's maybe some more story, some more in-depth story. You're looking for something that kind of ties up some loose ends from the first one. And this thing gets all the way to the end. I mean, he's, he basically all of the battles are related to him chasing Casca and he runs into some enemies and he runs into new obstacles as she gets handed off from person to person and you get to the end and he fights uh you know I guess the toughest being yet who's you know he's like the pastor or even savior to some degree of these people but turns out he's one of the beings too and um so after fighting that dude um, uh, what's the guy's name from the first berserk? Um, Nasratu Zod. All right, so in, in the first berserk, Nasratu was the first time that Guts and all of these dudes had really gotten firsthand account that hey, there are some non human entities that are that are, you know that exist. You know, he was the Zod was just a myth, but this is just this big old beast and Guts and. Um, Griffith were able to survive. They actually had hurt the guy. They were able to survive him and they hurt him. But they were able to escape. And, um, but in any event, so Zod shows back up at the very end. And then, guess what? Griffith shows back up. And Guts lays eyes on him and he's, he goes into a rage and runs after him. But then, off because he's off in the distance, and then it goes to this narration or whatever, some storytelling narration, and then after that, you see Griffiths flying off with, or um, Zod flying off with Griffith on his back, and then you see sort of this, the battle's over, you know, and I know this sounds crazy, it's like I'm skipping the whole piece, but I'm really not, like it basically transitions over to the end, this is like the end episode. There's no fight, no meetup, no nothing with 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 uh, Griffith. Griffith flies off out of guts range. I was just like, what were they thinking? Like they just threw this out, you know, to to 
appease the fans and say, okay, look, y'all wanted another berserk. Here it is. And they didn't really put no thought to it. Um, so I, you know, very disappointed, very disappointed. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe they rectify that or something, or maybe they, you know, they come out with a season three and, uh, and really, you know, get serious with it. But, um, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, out of 10, I'm giving it a five. I mean, it's just not, uh, um, I, I wouldn't even say it's worth watching. I think for nostalgia purposes, just to see a few episodes, you know, um, you know, if you're a fan of the old Berserk, see a few episodes, that's cool. But outside of that, eh, you're not missing anything. Not missing anything. So we'll roll over to that to um, last thing I'm going to talk about, and then we'll get uh, our introductions uh, uh, with our interviewer. Um. The Retro System of the Week. We're going to do some uh, uh, this little segment, and we're going to sort of uh, talk about, because, again, we have a new generation um, out here who um, do not uh, have a connection with the retros, you know, where everything started, the classics. And so we're going to have a little segment that we're going to do each week where we're going to really we're gonna showcase uh, and briefly talk about the uh, some of the retro systems. So we're going to start with the Sega Genesis, um, or better known as the Mega Drive, the Sega Mega Drive outside of the uh, outside of the U.S. Um, they call it the Sega Mega Drive, but uh, in the U.S., of course, it was the Sega Genesis, 16-bit system, debuted here in 1989 in August, and um, I mean, what can I say? It was a beast of a system. I remember uh, when I got my system, got my uh, my dad bought me the Genesis, and uh, the original Genesis was packed with a game called Altered Beast, and uh, loved the game. Altered Beast, um, you basically were you were a person, you were a fighter, um, and you would go through the levels, and if you powered up, and as you powered up, and you power up enough, you get to turn into a beast, and each each uh, person uh each character had their own special beast that they could turn into for a period of time um but a beast of a system um again uh launched in 1989 uh 1988 in japan in october and uh they released super mario brothers well it's sorry the launch was actually overshadowed so let's let me let me read some of this so the uh, the launch was overshadowed by Nintendo's release of Super Mario Bros. 3 earlier in the week. Um, but, uh, nevertheless, they were able to get 400,000 units uh, shipped out in the first year. And then they started to release the peripherals and the games after that. Now, this is, in, uh, now this is of course, in Japan. Now, Sega announced a North American release date for January 9, 1989 at the time. Sega didn't possess North American sales and market organization and was distributing its master system through Tonka. So, um, yeah, so they had to really get this thing popping. Some of the uh, launch titles, Altered Beast, Golden Axe, that was a classic, Golden Axe, and Ghouls and Ghosts. They give you an idea, I mean, technology, and of course, obviously, um, Sonic the Hedgehog, which was... Uh, they sold 15 million. Um, that's that was the birth of Sonic the Hedgehog. His first uh, uh, um, appearance uh, was Sega, and so um, uh, so yeah, Sonic was born then. Uh, but man, this thing—I mean, for you tech heads or anyone who you know don't know—I mean, this thing—I mean, we talk about the kind of technology we have now with your PlayStations, your Xboxes. This thing launched with a um, let's see. <laughs> oh let's see the system has 72 kilobytes of ram that's crazy 72 kill that's not even a number nowhere close to a mega ram it's 72 kilobytes of ram 64 kilobytes of uh a video ram and can display up to 61 colors 61 colors far removed from the 4k we have today um uh, but yeah, man, it, it was, uh, you know, and also backwards compatible with the master system. So there was a, uh, the, a master system that, uh, let me tell you something. Sega was ahead of the game on so many levels with every system they came out with. Um, 
Network Services. Sega created Sega MegaNet. It initially debuted in Japan in 1990. Um, operating system through a cartridge. I mean, operating through a cartridge and a peripheral called the Mega Modem. This allowed Mega Drive players to play a total of 17 games online. A North American version dubbed Telegenesis was announced but never released. Um, so in Japan, they had the online gaming popping in Japan at launch. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Um, 1994, Sega started the Sega Channel, a game distribution system using cable television services, Time Warner Cable. Using a special peripheral, Genesis players could download a title from a library of 50 each month and demos for upcoming releases. Sega, uh, games were downloaded through or to internal memory and deleted when the console was powered off. The Sega Channel reached 250,000 subscribers at its peak and ran until... July 31st, 1998, well past the release of the Sega Saturn. This is crazy. So they had, I, and I didn't know this. So the Genesis had their own, not only their own online gaming in Japan, but uh, they also had, uh, and this was in um, here, they had the Sega channel. So you can actually, the stuff that we're doing now where they're downloading, you know, you can download your games from like Xbox Live or whatever. Genesis was doing this well before its prime. That's crazy. Um, and of course, uh, service was then discontinued in 1997. Um, so that's crazy. So yeah, the Sega Genesis, man, you guys will see, um, you'll see these commercials that play, you know, you can get the little Genesis system and they you can play like a million games on it. Um, you know, we got the technology now where we can emulate those things. But, um, uh, and of course you have your different models that you can get now. Uh, but yeah, man, you guys, I mean, we're talking about nostalgia here. Um, the Genesis. Matter of fact, the Jamcon this past April. If you missed it, if you guys missed the show, definitely uh, check us out and get, let's let us uh, see you next year. Um, we had some uh, uh, Nexus Gaming brought some Genesis in, so it was a beast. But they had Joe Montana football, uh, of course Sonic the Hedgehog. Remember Echo the Dolphin? Again, Golden Axe, Altered Beast, Streets of Rage. That was a classic. Streets of Rage, um, Fantasy Star, Shinobi. Um, you know, you had some classics that, that made their start. Shining Force, Toe Jam, and Earl. Um, in addition to game developers. Well, this is, um, Labyrinth. Yeah, these are some of the developers, rather. Some of the developers who made some of the games, like Toe Jam and Earl, and some of these others. Um, but yeah, man, in, in the Sega, the Genesis, you know, then evolved into, you know, you had your 32X model, you had your Sega CD, Sega CD2. Um, so yeah, so yeah, that, that's our, uh, that, that is our spotlight of the week, man, the Sega Genesis. Uh, you guys, um, you know, again, I would definitely go check that thing out, man. It's good to know where stuff came from. It's good to know where the development came from and you get an idea of the uh, then and now and uh what paved the way all right so we're going to get into the interview <clears throat> uh with anna donovan i'm going to read to you a um, quick snippet of her bio anna donovan is a budding voice actor from st louis missouri she started out as an anime fan and is still an avid attendee of anime conventions today before she came to Gemcon this past year known as the quiet girl through high school she fell in fell in with the community college's radio station and hasn't been quiet since uh, she started doing voiceover after finishing the radio production class and moved on to doing scripted and ad-lib roles for animation student productions on campus after a while she branched out and started taking over roles taking other roles from independent animators and artists she has produced public service announcements for shared pregnancy and infant loss support and rain and of course she also uh, did again uh, at the beginning of the show she did the uh, uh, the commercial the radio spot for Jamcon um, in addition to voice work and is heavily involved in audio production using Adobe Edition which that's a beast of a program she's uh, uh, she has done numerous pieces for a college station KCFV FM friends and her own amusement as well as sound design 
for animation. Anna's looking to graduate with the Associate of Applied Science and Mass Communications from St. Louis. So yeah, you guys go check her out on Facebook, uh, Anna Donovan VO. Check her out on Twitter at Anna Donovan VO, and of course on Casting Call. Um, so we're gonna get with the interview, and again, appreciate you guys watching. Watching, uh, appreciate you guys listening, and um, we will be back on next time. Oh, uh, before I forget. Uh, definitely check us out. We've got the website um, for 2018, 2017, 2018 being worked on now at uh, jamcon.com. We got the screen up right now that you know, says it's under construction. So we hope to have that out here in the next week or so. And um, again, pre-registration is going to open up October, between October and November. Uh, right around in there, uh, pre-registration is going to open up. We got a lot of uh, promotionals we're going to be running. We also have some uh, some tournaments and things that are going to be running um, this year. Uh, so definitely stay tuned. Check us out at Facebook.com slash JamCon. And check us out, uh, of course, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, all of the social medias. And obviously follow us. Uh, leave every iTunes review. Um, check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate it. So uh, here we go with the... Interview, Jamcon interview with Anna Donovan. All right, so this is the Jamcon podcast. Uh, we are interviewing Anna. How are you, Anna? I'm doing all right. How are you, Devin? Doing good, doing good. So, so tell everybody. Uh, of course, you're. I, I, so, what do you go by on the social media? And uh, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I simply just go by uh, Anna Donovan on social media. I have Anna Donovan uh, voice actor on Facebook. So if you want to uh, check out my stuff, I've got a couple of things up, including the uh, JapCon promo, which I'm sure you heard before this interview started. Yep, yep. So um, I do a little bit of a voice acting, amateur voice acting on the side. I use a site called castingcall.club. Okay. It, if you want to, you know, kind of get into seeing, you know, what, what it's like to interact with people, even if you're just interacting through computer, reading scripts, talking to directors, uh, you know, amateur directors, but hey, they can take you anywhere. Yeah, that's nice. Nice. And so where are you from? I am from St. Louis, Missouri. Ah, the Lou. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Lou. <laughs> mm. So you've been there all your life? Have you, you, you traveled? Uh, I've traveled, but I have always lived in St. Louis. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm from LA, so I and I'm you know, of course oh, wow. I'm now. Yeah, yeah, I moved here uh, uh, about 20 years ago. So whoa, I, really? Um, yeah, yeah. So I've, I've uh, when I first moved here, I had an accent, so now it's got, <laughs> got a little bit of country on it now. Hey, that's all good. Yep, yep. So, so in terms of the radio side, when did you start doing the voice acting and and, and the radio, uh, the radio, all the you know, just all the stuff that's involved? When did you start that? Uh, I started it about two or three years ago. I actually followed my friend into the radio station at my college, which is community college, mm -hmm. and uh, ran into his dad, and he basically said, ooh, you seem to be interested in this, and you're a fellow anime nerd. Here, you're <laughs> one of us. Come on in. There it is. Connections. 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 That, they are the key yes. in anything life. They are key. So is it hard to do the, uh, I mean, I know you have the, obviously the aspect of having the voice and, and, and putting the personality behind it, but in terms of the editing and, and everything, is that pretty tough or, or how does that, how does that work? It varies from person to person. Some people can catch it just like that. It becomes second nature. Other people um, can have problems with it and that's okay. You just got to keep going at it like anything. Okay. You practice, figure practice. it out. Practice, and practice. That's truth. Yep. So, um, the uh, now in terms of the anime side, now are you strictly just an anime fan? Have you dove into the comic side, gaming? Or are you just pretty much, uh, you know, uh, full scale anime? I'm mainly anime because that's what I grew up on. But I love video games. I love Legend of Zelda, Mario, a right, so uh, little bit of everything, Skyrim, Oblivion, little bits of that. Okay. Um, I'm not so much into the comics. I know about Marvel and DC. I know enough about the characters to be able to catch up on stories and mm -hmm. see someone at a convention and go, hey, you're this character. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm not like ultra mega. Yeah. But I don't mind learning. Yeah. 
So on the anime side, what was your first? Uh, what was your first anime? Oh my goodness, my first anime. Memory lane. And memory lane. You're, you're gonna love this, Devin. You really are. All my right. first anime was Yu-Gi-Oh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Kid nice. you not. And it makes nice. sense with our year's theme. It's so awesome. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. So, so Yu-Gi-Oh propelled you. So after Yu-Gi-Oh, because I know, um, uh, I've talked about, you know, how you know I saw, uh, some of the old school anime like Ghost in the Shell, um, and Akira, and then that, and I, I'm like, well, I don't really know what I'm looking at. It looks cool. But I didn't really dive into it until Dragon Ball Z became kind of big here. Um, so what did what did Yu-Gi-Oh? What did you like about Yu-Gi-Oh? And then, uh, what? what genre of anime i guess what style of anime did you kind of jump to after you you know first was introduced to Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, what drew me to Yu-Gi-Oh was the characters to be honest the way the voice actors dan green eric stewart uh all the other ones brought their characters to life and you could really relate to them they felt like real people and um a little bit of backstory if you don't mind Evan. yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely um i was bullied as a child in elementary school, middle school, when I first started watching Yu-Gi-Oh! So I automatically synced to, to, to Yu-Gi to seeing that he was this sweet, innocent kid that just got picked on all the time. Mm -hmm. But he was so kind, he was still caring, and even when he was Yami, a, a Tim, he still had that caring part of him. It's like, you can still be strong, you can be tough, but you can still have that caring part of yourself still mm -hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. And he had that alter ego, you know, he had the confident Yugi that came out, you know, when it was time did. to get, get down to business. That's that's how I, I sort of related because I was a shy kid um, uh, growing up. I mean, I mean, when I say shy, I mean, I'm talking shy. Like, I was mm -hmm. way past, like, the Urkel, you know. And, oh. uh, and so, you know, that confidence, that's one thing about, you know, people who are shy, it's really just a lack of confidence. And so, you know, you look at Yugi and then when his uh, the alter ego comes out, I mean, the guy, you know, he, he can do anything at that point. You know, he can he can take on any challenge. And, you know, he's so, yeah, I did like that. That was a, uh, one aspect on there. So what were the uh, what were the uh, what was the next anime or set of animes after that? Uh, next after that was Pokemon and Digimon around the same time. So yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. they kind of correspond with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> did you ever see any any of the um, um, kind of heavier um themed animes uh maybe some of the ones here recently or even back in the day whether it be a, a bleach or a, a tokyo ghoul um or just pretty much that that genre with the you know again Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon digimon um that's pretty much your sweet spot uh that's mainly is i mostly watched kids wb when it was still around oh. yep, yep long day those are gone but i have been introduced to some of the other ones like bleach um i saw a couple episodes of uh helsing which a <laughs> little too yeah, much gore for me <laughs> just a little bit oh, too don't, much watch, gore. <laughs> don't watch tokyo ghoul then that's <laughs> yeah i kind of noticed that one or two episodes like nope i'm done yes. can't do this so I, I, i'm kind of cheesy but i prefer the ones that have more of like the heartfelt friendship stories like we can do anything if yeah. we have friends because that's mainly what a lot of the you know, you would like um, you would like Fruits Basket. I have seen Fruits Basket. Yeah, I'm about Love to it. say, yeah, that's a. I, I didn't think I'd like it. My my sister, uh, she said, you know, I'm I'm on the hardcore side, so like the Helsing, Berserk, all that stuff. And so she said, yeah, you ought to watch this. Uh, you know, this this anime is called Fruits Basket. I'm thinking mm, that don't really sound like it's down <laughs> my alley. I don't know, you know. I, and so you know i watched it of course and I, I died laughing it's funny because um in fruits basket the uh i forget the guy's name he's the orange he's the cat kyoya yeah he um or kyo kyo kyoya is kyoya is uh or in high school host club i was kyo. about to say I, I, I was about to say you probably have seen that too because they're kind of in the same <laughs> yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but he he reminds me of of uh ichigo oh he does i mean like he's almost the same character but it's like he's younger <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he's he's like he's younger he, they both have that and well you know he, he pops off you know uh the um uh, fruits bats he pops off a lot but they kind of they look just alike to me i was like wait a minute oh my gosh uh, now i can't see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't see that thanks Devin. <laughs> <laughs> um 
so uh okay so so you're uh have you played uh have you have you actually learned to play Yu-Gi-Oh? Or uh, you just, yes, you just the uh, show? Uh I played it a lot when I was younger, but yeah. then I had a couple I, I had a book of cards stolen from some guys down the street that uh, were living across from me. Yeah, so after yeah. that I'm like, no, I'm just gonna collect and I have a huge exploding binder of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, wow, wow. Well, yeah, look, nobody hey, touches those but me. Now I haven't I haven't updated. This is just, you know, this is really I guess for everybody listening, but as well. I've I've gotta update the site, but um one of the uh deals that um Eric and Dan are doing, you know, of course we're gonna have um, them doing autograph. They're gonna have an autograph session. Very uh, reasonable pricing as well. I've been seeing like a lot of, I guess guests when they do the autograph session, it's like forty or fifty bucks for a you know an autograph, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know for the little autograph sheet or whatever. Where theirs are around ten bucks. Um, yeah, that but sounds they, about right. But they also, and again, I've I've haven't been to a convention where they were there, but they also throw in um, for free, like if you get an autograph tip. Then you can bring your own item to for them to autograph. So you might that was new to me. I was I was like, oh really? I'm like, shoot, I, yeah. I might buy a Yu-Gi-Oh deck just to <laughs> just to have your autograph. Like I'm gonna go on eBay and buy buy one somebody done put together, and then just have my autograph that mug or something. But uh, so yeah, that, that's that's good. Um, so uh, Pokemon, did you ever play that or Pokemon uh- Go? <laughs> I I actually play Pokemon Go for a friend yeah. of mine when he's yeah. driving. Uh, in card game, uh, not the physical game. I played the Game Boy version. Did you ever play that? No, I haven't. I haven't. No. I, I just I, my first Pokemon game. Now you know, with my kids, they um, I think it's the, the Pokemon the, the the last two just was it Pokemon Sun. I think Sun I bought the... Sun. Yeah, I think I bought Sun. Oh Sun. yeah. The... <laughs> Yeah, the game ones. Oh my gosh! Um, my first one was I played Blue, and then um, Snap was the was the one on sixty four. Oh, and Hit You Pikachu. Did you ever hear about that sensation when that was the big thing for the N sixty four? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, good Absolutely. memories. <laughs> I just remember every time because I worked at GameStop um, back in the day. I worked at GameStop oh, like wow. four years. So when the Pokemon's came out, I mean those things, I was shocked. I, I wasn't even into Pokemon, you know then and i was like why is this game you know selling out like this like what's (laughs) what's the deal but it's huge yeah it's it's huge it still shocks me um and pokemon go it's kind of died out it seemed like it's kind of died down or died out (laughs) yeah it kind of has they updated it uh with the generation 2 pokemon and that's kind of gotten more people back into the game but a lot of people are just like "Eh, no sun and moon i'm just gonna play on my ds yeah, yeah. It's like after a while, you know, you find them. Okay, cool. I mean, if they had to put some depth to it, some more depth to it. Mm-hmm. I heard some of the updates kind of killed it. Um, yeah. When it came to the searching. Um, like if they had like trading or you could uh, do Pokemon battles between people, like uh, doing a cable, well, not a cable connect, but being within a Wi-Fi zone of people saying, hey, you can battle this yeah, person instead of having that to, person. Yeah, instead of having to go to a training, a training spot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they they had a they had a little gold mine there, man. But as it stands, typically something great gets made, but the people who are making it, they don't they don't have a vision. You know, they, they made something and it kind of went, you know, blew up. Uh, yeah. But then they were able to you know sustain it. So, um, so yeah. So what uh, do you have? You been to a lot of? Uh, I guess within the past year, have you been able to go to uh, any of the conventions? I guess in your area or. Uh, yes, actually, I have. I've been able to go to, uh, uh, I was about to say Kawakan. Nope, that's, uh, yes. I've been to Anime STL, which is in St. Charles, Missouri, and it, it normally is in a, in, in a town in Illinois, but they moved it this year to be more Anime STL, okay. so they moved it in Missouri instead of Illinois. So, the location was different, but it made a lot more space for people. There was a lot more uh, going around. Mm-hmm. A little complicated, but first uh, first uh, year at a new convention. Well, not a new convention. First year at a new location. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Is a little hard, but you figure it out, and it worked out, and they're going to have it again at uh, <laughs> at the convention. And actually, that's two weeks after uh, JFCon, so wow. I'm probably going to go to JFCon and then go to ASTL. Hey, so. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's a uh, um, it's funny, man. The venues, uh, the venues. Um, I, you know, I've 
it's a little bit different than it was uh, several years ago when we had Jamcom. But yeah, venues is tough, man. Getting the venue and then, you know, I've always been a fan of having it in one main spot. Um, when mm-hmm. I went to MomoCon last year, um, you know, they had it in the big Georgia center or whatever. And it's just a big old spot, so everything's in the you know in, in one area, and you just navigate from there. As opposed to you know. Um, uh, here we have the Choo Choo, which uh, shout out to the Choo Choo. It's a, it's a cool spot, but things are split. You know, they're all over the place. <laughs> and so you kind of have to know, you know, if you don't know where your way go. around, you just kind of wander until you, you follow people, basically. So I figure out where everybody's going. <laughs> follow the. Hey, that's how you make friends at conventions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I um, I haven't been to too many. Um, I've been starting to go to more, but um, I think MomoCon, of course, the, the conventions here, Conuga. Um, Anime Blast and then uh, Momocon. Oh, and so nice. we're gonna um, we're gonna go to Momocon again uh, this year, and I want to make AWA. Have you ever been to AWA in Atlanta? Uh, AWA. I have not had the opportunity, but I'd like to check it out. It's a yes. It's anime. It's anime only. It's the other uh, you know. So you know, in the Atlanta area, there's you know three big ones. Of course, you got Momocon. They average about twenty five to thirty thousand. Wow. Um, AWA averages about the same. Well, it's it's straight up anime, anime week in Atlanta, um, and then obviously Dragon Con. Everybody's heard of Dragon. Yeah, Con. I've um, heard of that. Yeah, so it's it's interesting though with Dragon Con. Like everybody, everybody goes, but there's so many complaints because I guess it's <laughs> so big. It's like you know, they, they, I I would run into people and they have all these complaints, but they got that ticket though. <laughs> they yeah, reserved the ticket like a year. It was crazy because last year, so I had a coworker who. Um, who went and she was like, like this, I think it was the Sunday or the Monday of the convention ending. I think it ends on Monday there. The hotel rooms for the next year was already about to be sold out at one of the hotels. Wow. I'm like the convention ain't even over yet. And like, like their pre-registration went up. Like, I think that Sunday I was like, I mean, I guess that's th- amazing 30 years in the game you know so, you get your consecutive fans coming back yeah a lot of them I mean I think they had um, I think they had 60,000 last year I believe so I think it was like 60,000 last year so yeah they've been in the game a while a good while so so what's uh, uh, so what's next for you what's what's uh, I mean what do you what do you ultimately want to do in terms of you want to be go the voice actor route you're gonna do the radio you're gonna go all the all of the different sections take all the money what you gonna do <laughs> oh my gosh uh, originally I was thinking of doing radio doing a production as I did the production for uh, for Jamcon yeah. but finding mm-hmm. the radio or finding the radio finding the from radio to the voice acting has really interested me too so it's like i'm kind of split on both ends going i could do one i could do the other i could do both yeah i'm about to say so. you can do both i mean <laughs> that's true yeah absolutely if you had a time yeah definitely do both i mean like i said what you did for us was a beast i was like thank you so much i'm glad everyone enjoyed it man it was it was nice it was nice i mean i you know I didn't know what to expect. I'm just, I'm just like, hey man, you nice enough to you know hook us up. I don't really, however it is, I'm, I, I'm, I'm humbled. You know what I'm saying? So, I turned I'm it on. I turned so. it on. I, I, I'm looking like, did I turn the radio on? Like what? Oh, cut this down. <laughs> You're <laughs> you know? so kind. So I, yeah, we appreciate that. But yeah, y'all to do both. I mean, I, I, it's funny, man. I was um, uh, earlier on when we were looking for, um. You know, we were trying to go big, you know, get some different voice actors. We looked at like your Steve. We were trying to find somebody that could bring in a lot of people. So we were looking at your Steve Blums and your Matthew Mercers and, and, and guys mm. like that. And um, they, uh, I, I did not realize like how much stuff they did. Like the voice acting was just like one piece. Like in terms of the, the particular anime or comic or whatever they were known for, like their big role. Like that was like, mm-hmm. like it was like 1% of, of their. Uh, uh, was the internet movie database or whatever? That was like the one percent of they resume. I'm like they, I, they were in games. I didn't know they were in. They were in other yeah. anime, other comics, other uh, shows. I'm like, well, no wonder they acting like rock star. I mean, like Steve Blum. Shout out to Steve. <laughs> man, I talked to his people. Man, rock star. I mean, <laughs> rock star. Like, 
you know, you you think, man. I mean, the big dogs coming in, so it's like the 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 wants <laughs> were heavy. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, we're gonna have to. We'll see about that a later year when we get a little bit bigger, because he was way too. Much. I had to dedicate a team, uh, a, a team for him. Baby steps, baby steps, Devin. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I, I just I, I can't walk that fast yet. <laughs> um, so let's see let's see so we got you so you so you're gonna get your you definitely gonna do your radio thing out and look uh let us know because i mean we we'd be happy to help support man and um and, and get get the word out um like i oh. said you're doing good work thank um, you so much so where are your uh where are your social media pages what where, where, where can people find you uh, I have a social media, as mentioned in the first part of this interview, which you should be listening to all of it. Yes, yes. <laughs> On uh, Facebook, it's Anna Donovan, voice actor. So you can listen to a couple of things. And mm-hmm. if there are roles that you want me to try and look out for, I would be glad for the help. I uh, will do my best to help anyone who's interested in looking for voice acting roles. I've also got a uh, Twitter account, just uh and it out of in a VA, so right, look me, so. look at me for that. All right. And I have a YouTube, which is gonna sound a little weird. <laughs> it's not professional, but it's connected with my um, my personal and then uh, voice acting uh, videos that are on YouTube, which is simply Haku Spirit Maiden. Okay. So. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, it sounds right. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like an anime. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it ain't hey, nothing wrong with that. Hey, it's funny, man. Side note. You know, some of the, the, the voice actor guests are not voice actor guests, uh, the um, cosplay guests, you know, they're I had talked with them on their like main page when they messaged me up like it was their main like their their person page, their personal page or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I would hear then some like one of their people would contact me about just saying, hey, you know, we got a cosplay guest if we still taking some cosplay guests, you know, whatever. And it'd be them, but I didn't know that the two were the same because oh, their wow. name is like completely different. <laughs> so, yeah. so it, hey, it's, it's there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I call it, it's like your stage name, you know, mm-hmm. personal name, you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's amazing when you can see somebody in cosplay and then see them in real life and go, wait, you're the same person? Yeah, I Dang. <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm working on, um, I had ordered, I don't know. Okay, so you know, on Facebook, you have these, um, the ads that'll come up for uh there's one called variety one and they'll mm-hmm. some of them sell t-shirts some of them will sell cosplay stuff so variety one popped up and they had this black panther um mask oh mask and all that i mean it looked really nice it, it, right around the time when you know civil war came out yeah and uh i ordered this thing <sighs> I, i'm thinking they got me i don't know i ordered this thing <laughs> probably what is it march now i know i yep. probably ordered that thing whenever civil war came out it wasn't long because the, the mask was only like 40 or 50 bucks mm-hmm. and um i ordered this thing probably in like i want to say october maybe november that thing oh, wow. still ain't here yet oh uh, you're kidding me yeah i didn't hit them up you know they they sent me the uh um the tracking or whatever mm-hmm. and the tracking stopped where it oh. said hey it reached the united states i'm like what the united states is kind of a big place <laughs> like yeah where, where is it so they hit me up they told me i just got to go through because it was coming from overseas so you know they had to go through customs um, and all this other stuff i'm like it shouldn't get held up in customs that long they open you know they look at it hey it's a mask i mean what yeah i mean what you know what i'm saying um so yeah I'm, I'm gonna try to um i don't know if you know the facebook group uh heroes for hire or something like that there's a they make people who who made cosplay and then they sell it I think I've heard of it. Yeah, they got some guys that's got. Cause I wanted, to, I, I had, I've never cosplayed, so you know. Uh, oh, you should. Yeah, so I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get have something for. I'm trying to get something popping uh, for JamCon and, and and conventions afterwards. So Black Panther was one of them. Nice. And, uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Well, I hope it gets here soon. Well, yeah, I'm I'm, just, I'm about to buy another one. I ain't heard from it, so I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to just go ahead and. And uh, uh, chop that forty dollars as a loss. Oh, because uh, yeah, I don't. You know, they they will reply back. That's what's funny. They typically reply back and everything. It's just it's just like, hey, sorry, you know, uh, we're gonna check on it and no one get it ordered. <laughs> I'm like, look, yeah, just tell me y'all got me. I, I'll be cool with it. This just said, look, you got me. 
when my 40s mm-hmm. gone. And I'll, you know, I'll suck that up. Um, but in any event, man, it's, uh, it was great to have you. Uh, great to have you. And again, thank you for having me. And guys, uh, definitely, again, go look out for Anna Donovan. Check out the social media pages. Um, and of course, we're going to be playing the ad, so you're going to get a lot of her. And, Thank you uh, very much. And, and, and see her great work. And um, we will definitely be in touch. I appreciate it. Yep. Thanks again for having me, Devin. All right. All right, guys. So there you go. I appreciate you guys listening in. Again, check us out um, on the uh, the website, jamcon.com. Now, again, it's under construction, uh, but we do have a sign up uh, on that landing page uh, to put your email address in and uh, we'll not only let you know when the site's going to be up or when it is up uh, we'll also have uh, be able to send you the jamcon newsletter so definitely sign up there and definitely check us out on our social media pages facebook.com slash jamcon for all the latest uh, twitter at the real jamcon instagram at jamcon uh, check out our twitch tv uh, stream twitch tv slash jamcon and I um, also also do live streams um, on Facebook, on Facebook Live. I typically stream uh, Overwatch and SC2, probably stream some other games as well. And uh, those will go up on our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash C slash Jamcon. And of course, uh, you know, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, <laughs> subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud and leave us that review on iTunes. And we will see you guys next week.